Can you hear me? We yes. can now, yes. You can hear me okay? We can hear you just fine. <laughs> yes? Yes. I can't hear you. Oh. Make, oh. make it louder for me, please. <laughs> can Can you hear us now? No. Oh, shit. There we go. I can hear you. You can hear us? I don't know what you did, but you did something. Hey, you good. know, whatever works. Welcome. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, man. We're so well, excited. Thanks for having me. It's very, very kind of you. I think it's kind of you. Well, it's always nice to be invited, even if it's to something that you don't want to go to. Just to know that you're, you know, you're asked to be there sometimes. I I have no intention of, of going to my cousin's wedding, but the fact that they want me to be there is enough for me. Welcome to the B-Listers B-Sides. This is a once-a-month episode where we take a break from movies and talk about my biggest passion, music. This month, we're not only discussing one of my absolute favorite albums of all time, the Homeless Gospel Choir's 2014 album, I Used to Be So Young, but we also have a very special guest as well, the Homeless Gospel Choir himself, Mr. Derek Zanetti. How are you, bud? Hello. I'm doing great. I got I built a new desk in my office just yesterday, and it has a, there's a mechanical lift on it, so check this out. I'm not doing anything. The desk is <laughs> That's amazing. I've never had a desk of my own. The only desks I've had have either built out of wood from pallet wood or I got one out of the trash. So this is my first time getting a chance to pick my own, you know, Heck yeah, pick my own desk, and I am thankful for it. Nice. That's cool. How's the, how's the big move going? Are you guys, like, fully moved in yet? Yeah, well, most of it. I'd say that we got one more trip to go back to Pittsburgh, and just that's just to get, like, the little things that you just have to have. Right. Um, all the heavy lifting is done, but you know, there's like an old saute pan that I really like that's still left behind that yeah. I have to get. <laughs> the and, important you know, stuff. My gardening, my gardening tools that I, you know, that I left in my mom's garden shed. So, just little things that you wouldn't think of to take. Uh-huh. Um, you know, my sister's living in my house now, so it's kind of sick that like we didn't have to have everything perfectly moved. Yeah. Um, because she's just moving in there and like living among our mess, which is kind of nice too. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. That's fun. And Lindsay and Winnie Cooper are adjusting just fine. Winnie's got a big yard and it's fenced in. So even whenever we're not out there with her, we can just leave her outside for as long as she wants to. She's an outdoor dog and she loves to be outside. And then, but sometimes I just don't want to sit outside forever. So she'll get upset if we bring her back in. (laughs) We have a big fenced in yard and she just hangs out and just loves it. And, you know, whistles at all the other boy dogs across the street. Oh, goodness. Good. <laughs> That's the best. So as I, as I mentioned before, we are talking about uh, I Used to Be So Young, which I actually doing, I did a little research on this because that's just what I like to do. Um, but I discovered that, so the first time I ever heard any of your music was, was on Tumblr, where Chris Two from Anti-Flag reblogged the music video for Armageddon. Oh, cool. And which I... I'm a big fan of, like, dates and anniversaries and stuff, and that happened, that music video was posted seven years ago today. Oh, what? Get out of here! Yeah. That's so cool. That's so cool. That, that I was so cool. I couldn't have planned that any better if I tried. Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Seven years ago today, the music video for Armageddon came out. That's, yeah. me, that, I, well, I'm going to write that down right here. <laughs> July 1st. July 1st. We recorded that in the in the murder room, which is uh, uh, there was a screen printing place in Pittsburgh that they've moved. They're not there anymore, but uh, they have like a back loading dock where they would have 
um, the band World's Scariest Police Chases would play back there and practice back there and yada, yada, yada. Uh, um, that's wherever we filmed the music video for Armageddon. And I spilled paint on the floor of the room, and I thought it was just like a room for shitty things to happen. But the, the guy who owned the business was sore at me, so... Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't remember painting the floor, but I do remember it being awkward. For sure. But I think we forget. I think all has been forgiven. You know I, that we've we've shaken hands, and I said I was sorry, and and it's been you know all 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 rights have been wrong. But right. um, you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, it's been years now. He probably doesn't remember it. Yeah. Well, some people do. Some people, their unforgiveness memory is like an elephant. And when the second that you give them any grief, like remember that one time that you sneezed on me at chapel, you know, whatever, in third grade. And people, you know, people will, they'll yeah, hold on to old, old grudges, man. Oh, yeah, over over creamy peanut butter or mm-hmm. crunchy peanut butter, mm-hmm. whether you're a Lutheran or a Presbyterian. You know, people really throw you under the bus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you remember, like, what it was like recording this whole album? Way back when? Yeah, it was the first time I'd ever been in a studio with a producer. Chris Number Two oh, um, had um, had told me that he wanted to help me make my next record, and uh, we did. We would I, I I would I would show up with a with a just a gaggle of different fractions and thoughts and ideas with a with a pretty general idea of what I was hoping for, and. Um, Chris would help me, uh, would get in the studio and would go over parts. And he says, well, what else? You know, he was just pulling different ideas out and we were collecting them and piecing them together and finding out how to make, make songs out of this record. Wow. That's um, awesome. So Chris yeah, was in the, it was in the old anti-flag recording space and I would go in there and sometimes, you know, we would go get Taco Bell or we would, you know, just, um, you know, bring drinks in there. Anti-flag at the time, I don't know if they still are, but they were sponsored by Red Bull, and we—I would sit there and drink like eight or nine Red Bulls, Jesus. and then my pee would get—you know—it would hurt to pee. You would so much <laughs> of that. Um, but yeah, I, I remember we would just sit there and drink Red Bulls and, and make make that record. And we had our friends involved in it too, which was nice. That's really cool. Yeah, that's really that's cool. a lot of fun. So, who did like the like the background music? Because I know Listener um, did all the music for Luxury Problems, right? Well, uh, yes, I was in Pahrump, Nevada, and Chris Nelson from Listener and I made that record together with Chance Gomez and Dan Smith, too, and Chris Rochelle. Um, but we just had a whole host of different friends come along to be a part of I Used to Be So Young. Tyler Queter played the drums. Okay. Um, Chris, too, played bass. Um, and just had, you know, uh, Mike from Endless Mike and the Beagle Club and the like. We just had a bunch of our friends get in there. And, and go singing for it and play, you know, Matt played um, Omnicord and had people play like a whole bunch of weird instruments and just tried to, tried to make the best of it. Yeah. Wow. That sounds yeah. like a yeah, lot of fun. Yeah, that sounds fun. It was. It was cool. It was like, these are the songs, get to know them and then find out what part you'd like to put on to yeah. it. So the basic structure and the, and the, um, the basic writing of it all was already done pretty by Chris too and myself. And then people came along with what they thought was their best accoutrement to it. And then just, you know, put some stank on it and they came out on the record. Yeah, man, it came out perfectly, man. Like, perfectly. Thanks. Yeah. There... I think you're supposed to, I think you're just supposed to try and, you know, allow, you know, accidents happen. There's plenty oh, yeah. of accidents on that record. Plenty of times where I sing flat or whatever. But I want to, you know, that, that, that particular story, I used to be so young, is about, 
being young and feeling things for the first time and mm. having uncertainty and not knowing uh, necessarily what is okay to trust and oh, and, sure. and and um, looking for that and, and sometimes we look back at those times with fondness but sometimes I look back at those times as I wish I would have had the information that I had now had I, I wouldn't have made so many careless mistakes but <clears throat> that's that's not how you make a good record you have, yeah, to, yeah. you have to make so that you can sing oh man I can, I can relate to that so much honestly <laughs> just this, the, the whole album the whole concept of the album every every song I was able to find something that definitely hit my heart, you know what I mean? In a certain way, just, just you know, open my eyes or re- reminiscent or something, you know? Yeah. It's really, it's really cool. Thanks so much. Did you have any, like, were there any songs that while you were recording them, like halfway through, you're like, I don't want it to sound this way at all, and just like totally change the sound of it? <laughs> the second the record came out, I was out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is about me, but I have no time to look back. Like yeah. the second that the thing is out, I'm no longer, I no longer have any responsibility for it. I mm-hmm. feel like this is how I felt. I have to be true to that. And now that it's out, you know, even my opinion about it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's a good point. I, that way, you know, you don't think about playing a wrong note or, you know, I think I would have, I love it. Like, I love that record. That re- I mean, I toured on that record for three years, which is a long time to tour just on one record. Yeah. I played in the U.S., hundreds of shows in Europe, in Russia, just a whole bunch yeah. on this record uh, by itself. Yeah. And just <clears throat> playing those songs and getting to know people and sharing that story. And, um, yeah, this doing it this way made me begin to think about what it would be like to be in a full band. Because yeah. I just played so many shows by myself with my acoustic yeah. guitar. I was just thinking about, wouldn't it be sick if down the road this other thing could happen? Yeah. And it wasn't the next record, but the record after that, full band, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, I think I saw you two or three times while after I used to be Young came out, before Normal came out. I think I saw you two or okay. three times. You were at that terrible show in New Mexico. <laughs> I was, yeah, that's true. One of the only ones the there. terrible show in New Mexico where nobody talked to me but you. Oh, that's messed up, they man. Didn't, they didn't like it. Yeah. yeah. I've never had zero feelings before, and that show gave me zero feelings. I played, I know that I played songs, I know that people watched, but that's all I know. Yeah, like, yeah. there's a big, huge void in my mind about, like, I can tell you how every other show I've ever played smelled, the people that I met there, what type of soda they had on their soda gun. Like, I, my, sometimes my memory is great. But for that show, I don't know. I just, it was, it was, um, I was glad you showed up. <laughs> if you didn't show up, I wouldn't have known anybody. That's true. Las Cruces is either uh, partying college kids or yeah. homeschool church kids. Yeah. I think the homeschool church kids were there. Whenever you start to say things about, you know, Politics. They didn't. They weren't. They weren't. Yeah. They, the weren't they weren't for it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I do have a couple of videos. And, and once you listen, once you jump into it, there's no, there's no skipping out. Right. Once yeah, you're yeah. into it, you might as well just do it. So yeah. like, oh wait a minute, these people don't like my songs. Well, fuck them. I guess I'm not going to stop now. <laughs> I have a couple of videos from that show, and it's it's you just like standing in the middle of the crowd, and everybody is just standing around you, just like this. It's like, gosh. Yeah, it was tough. And it, it was a bummer. Like, I was so excited, and Lee was stoked, and it was just like, we just wanted yeah. to get into it, but yeah. everybody else was just like... Yeah. 
When's listeners? Those on? make a good show so much better, though, too. Yeah. Because you can't, you know, you don't hit a home run. Even Babe Ruth struck out, mm-hmm. you know? So they can't all be great. That's true. But the, the ones that are super crummy make the ones that are great that much better, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, definitely. And I've seen you play some, some, some really great shows, aside from that one. Yeah. You push that one aside. <laughs> Just get rid of it. It doesn't yeah, exist. Sure. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I, I only think about that one. I don't know why, but I only think about that whenever you come up for some reason. I'm in New Mexico. Well, that's when the only connection you have with New Mexico is this guy. I mean, no. When, no one, when no one liked me and they wanted me to die. Listen, um, if, you, if you ever decide that you guys want to come back to New Mexico, yeah. come to Albuquerque. We're going to. Okay. We're going to. As soon as we had to wait until the world opened back yeah, up. Yeah. And even then, we wanted to be careful. Right. Um, but. Because we're, we're, as a band now, we just all live in different places and we just want to hang out with each other. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the that's the golden nugget for me. Like, I want to go and, and write songs with my friends. Mm-hmm. I want to go stay on my friend's couch and, like, figure out this part. Like, that's what I, that makes me feel good. And then whenever it's time to tour, obviously, I've already played a million shows, so I can go on tour whenever. Yeah. Um, you got to get that mindset. You know, yeah. Other yeah. For sure. Well, Albuquerque's waiting, man. All of my friends know who you are because of me. Yeah, because I don't of know if anybody else. I've never met anybody in New Mexico that knows who you are unless I told them about you. Well, I appreciate. I, I can't wait on Albuquerque. I'll be famous. I'll be more famous than the dang Pope. When yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Singing my praises. Always. Oh, yeah. So, do you guys have you guys had any like? tours or shows scheduled for the future or are you still just kind of waiting we've on been it? asked a whole bunch and it's just not a priority at the moment mm-hmm. i just i think whenever everybody was rescheduled and stuff for like september and october we weren't even vaccinated yet like yeah. as a band like the vaccine wasn't even possible for us right and like people in my band got covid like mm-hmm. we want to be smart about it i don't know what the long-term effects of this thing are yeah and yeah. like it was just super important for us to be patient and like I see that other bands are out there and they're touring, and that's great. And I can't wait. I already yeah. bought tickets to go see the Pixies when they come to Pittsburgh. I'm super duper stoked. That's awesome. Um, but I'm in, I'm in no rush. Uh, when it's our time to do it, we'll do it, and it'll be great. But I just I'm I'm taking some joy and some comfort, and like tour is also like a very pressure. There's a lot of pressure, and there's a lot of there's a lot of anxiety that comes along with being on tour. But like, it's nice to not have to think about everybody who's getting into the mix right yeah, now. Right. Yeah, right. With all the people involved, it's just, like you said, you got you just got to be super careful, you know? Yeah, and it's fine. Like, I've learned over the last, you know, uh, um, year and seven months to, you know, just be patient. Yeah. And it's, um, it works out better for you. Rather yeah. than sitting there wringing your hands, worrying about it, good things come to those who wait. And I'm not, I'm not worried one bit. Patience pays off. Yeah, yep, you, I'm does. sure. Yeah, man. It does. I'm sure you guys will have a, a great tour once everything's It'll be back. super fun. Yeah. I know we, Anti-Flag announced they're, they're playing in Albuquerque in, in October for the first time. It's going to be great with Bad Cop, Bad Cop, and Grumpster, yeah, right? Yeah, for the, it's, they haven't played here in like six and a half years. Wow. It'll be great. So, I'm just, I'm, I, as soon as those tickets were on sale, I, yeah. I bought them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm vaccinated, all my friends are. I'm super stoked time. to get back to go on the shows. I just want to know what it feels like to be at one first. I know, right? right? Time that I get back into it. Let me feel it out. Let me, you know. Yeah. I want to. I want to. I want to know my options, kind of. Yeah. I know. 
in New Mexico, shows have been happening, like, left and right, just, like, small local ones, mm-hmm. like, constantly. Yeah. And even, like, today, like, our governor, like, reopened the whole state. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm I mean, still not totally comfortable. Yeah, I'm not comfortable. But... I mean, he says locally, I mean, all the local bands that I know have actually already played their first shows. Mm-hmm. And I keep asking around what it's like, what are they doing, what, what's, and they're like, oh, it's just like normal. And I'm like, that kind of makes me a tad bit nervous still, you know? So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. Hopefully in the next couple months it'll be a little bit better, but... Uh, when it's our time when it's our time to shine we'll know about it oh yeah yeah. absolutely so going back to the record when you were recording it with like a bunch of people that you just kind of invited in was it similar to the feeling of recording like this land is your landfill with the whole band or like no it was very different Mm. this this uh, um this land is your landfill had a whole concept to it and like a structure of how the songs were gonna go and um how I was able to see it at the end. And uh, I used to be so young, didn't have that same type of a feel. Right. Um, and I really curated those songs so that people could come along and participate in them and celebrate in them. But this was curated. This Lady's Your Landfill. Um, <clears throat> had a definite beginning and a definite end to my thought process where I used to be so young, didn't. I, right. I, I kind of... I kind of could have dreamt anything up to make I used to be so young. And this Land is Your Landfill had a more specific type of an agenda with it. Okay. When you wrote the songs for I Used to Be So Young, I know from when I started listening to you, I went back and I just watched like a whole bunch of YouTube videos of you playing. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that some of the songs on that album you, you've had for years that you, you were playing for, for at least a while before that album came out. So were there songs that you wrote like specifically for this album or was it just like a compilation of ones that you had that you just kind of worked together? <laughs> I played. I played a. Um, I played a show. Um, I'm trying to think. I played a show with the Green Day cover band. Uh, Chris Number Two from Anti Flag also plays in the Green Day cover band with Josh and with Tyler from White Watch. Yeah. And at that show, he was like, "Go ahead and you know." We talked about it afterwards, and he was going out on tour, and he said, "Whenever we get back, um, have some songs together, and we'll go over them." And that's what I did. I, I had a bunch of different ideas and a bunch of odds and ends. And like for the next month and a half, I kind of put all those songs together in a more cohesive type of an idea. And I showed up. I showed up there with him with a good couple dozen of songs. Yeah, wow. that's really cool. Yeah, wow. I was. I've always wondered about that just because yeah. I knew that some of those. And there were certain songs like Capitalismo and the Holiday Song that had come out prior mm-hmm. that didn't have a very that didn't have a sound recording. Or didn't have the feel that I wanted to achieve, and right. I was able to do that uh, with Chris for sure. Yeah, oh, wow. that's really cool. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. Just the whole sounds stressful, but like also like a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, if you if the goal is to be is that is to is to have a shared experience, just having more people involved in it just sounds like a natural thing to do. Right. Hopefully, the homeless gospel requires a sound. You know, we. Any band that you like, whether it's this one or Anti Flag or whoever, they provide a soundtrack to your life. Yeah. And I wanted to create something that was more communal and mm-hmm. something that was more celebratory among like a group of people than just singing those songs by myself, like sad with an acoustic. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Well, that, that that definitely shows. That definitely shows. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, are there any like cool like special memories you have from when you were touring this album? Anything oh, so like then I played Russia on this record. We went up to St. So Petersburg cool. and to Moscow, and that was super cool and took the train. 
Um, I toured Europe twice on this record, supporting Anti-Flag once and Mike Aero for My Chemical Romance and solo products and the like. Um, And then in the U.S., just a bunch, 100-some shows a year. Some years was up to 150 shows. And just, like, always toured. And whether I was in my car or I was supporting a band, like, in their van or whatever, um, we just hit the pavement really hard with it. And had a really great time. Like, I just lived out out there and I was yeah. always out there touring and playing shows and it was what I always wanted to do and it was very rewarding mm-hmm. and I made a lot of great friends that I still have to this day uh, I mean it was only seven years ago but the people that we've just stayed like close with yeah and yeah. um it seems like a lifetime ago but that record only came out seven years ago that's true there's yeah, people really. that I you know I still have I saw this friendships now which yeah is I mean we met while you were on that tour and I like to think of us as good friends yes <laughs> me too <laughs> The only reason I know of you is because of this guy, honestly. It's, it's, he he hypes not. you up all the time. <laughs> Hell yeah. I just like to support people that I, that play good music. My, well, I'm glad that you like it. Thanks, <laughs> Pico. Oh, well, that, I'm out of, I'm out of, all out of questions. Well, I, I had a quick question for you. I, I kind of want to, yeah. um, for people out there, for listeners out there that either are just finding you or, don't know about you. What would you? What would your message be to them? That's kind of what I want to know because you, you have a lot of good statements throughout your, your your songs, which I can relate to. What's the one thing you want to tell those people that are just finding you out? Well, if you try, if you work really hard and you try your best, anything's possible. So just don't quit. If you have a dream that's inside your heart, um, if your dream is manageable and mentionable, then it's certainly doable. Yeah. And make sure that we're, you're surrounding yourself with positive people who are encouraging you to pursue your dreams. Yeah. If all the all the voices that you hear in your life are no, your answers are going to be no. But if you start to surround yourself with people who the answers are yes and let's do it, then yes and let's do it will be the answers to the questions mm-hmm. that you want. So <clears throat> work hard on your craft and, and, and really love it and really let it be personal to you. And I think everybody should be in some sort of a punk rock band, whether it means you write poetry or maybe you do a puppet show or maybe you are uh, maybe you sew or maybe you draw uh, magazines or whatever it is that you do. That's just your punk rock band. And that punk rock band, whatever it happens to be, helps you get all the sad feelings out of your heart and helps you if you see something that you don't like, it lets you address it. So I think everybody should be in a punk rock band in one way or another, whether you're a ballerina or whether you are, um, you know, making hand puppets. Whatever it is that you're going to do to be in your punk rock band, do it. Because it's good for the little kid that lives inside your heart to to remind you that magic still matters and magic is still possible. And you can create that magic in your very own life as long as you believe um, that you can and you can. And, And I never went to school for music. I never, I never, I never, up until this quarantine, I never took a class about it. I just tried the things that were inside my heart that I wanted to do. And I believed in it enough that the people around me believed in it too. And um, I don't know what else to say. I know that it works for me and I hope it works yeah. out for everybody else too. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. That was the best. Yeah, that was the best. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You're very welcome. Uh, the pizza man just delivered our pizza, so I'm going to skate, boys. Okay. I was going to say that was a good ending yeah, point. Yeah, awesome. So. I really, cool. I really, really appreciate you doing this. Yeah, man, thank you so much. Hey, thanks for having me. I can't wait to see the episode. Oh, yeah, awesome. It'll come, it should be out on Monday. Yeah, yeah. So. Hell yeah. All right. We'll see you, man. Love you, bud. Cool, y'all. Well, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. That was really fun, man. <laughs> First interview for the both of us, man. Yeah. Perfect, perfect timing, too. Uh, 
Yeah, man. So I, I just had the best time. Yeah, I can't imagine how it feels for you. I, I'm, I'm just I'm just glad to be sitting here witnitsing it. And, yeah. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad that you got to be a part of it, not yeah, even man. just witnessing it. Yeah, man. I thought it was fun. I felt really professional sitting there like, I'm on my first Zoom call. And I thought it sounded fine. It was our first one. We're still yeah, first figuring one. it out. We'll, we'll hopefully, I mean, continue this. Yeah. I can't imagine, I mean, the albums we're going to be doing for the B-sides are pretty big bands, well, for the most part. For the most part. Um, I can't imagine doing anything for, for I mean, big bands. <laughs> I just want to, real quick, thank you, Derek, so much. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. If you, if you're listening well, uh, that was, listen, yeah, yeah i really appreciate you doing that that was a, that was a really cool thing you're a cool a dude man you're, you're a really cool dude the best um but yeah he he definitely has like a good a good following obviously outside of new mexico oh for we sure just, <laughs> we just talked dude, about he, i didn't even realize he went to he, europe tour and yeah, he's, russia? Like, he's done a bunch of europe freaking tours. russia yeah that's i know badass. a lot of them anti-flag has taken everywhere well that's i, I figured as much uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of yeah. number because the i used to be so young was his first record that was released on af records which is the record label that anti-flag started Okay. Like uh, they, is he still a part of that record company? I believe so. Because that, yeah, that's yeah. what his, that is what his Wikipedia yeah. still stated. Yeah. So he did that one, um, Normal, and then his last one, This Land Is Your Land, Phil yeah. on AF Records. And then also his his live album that just came out. Well, I think it's pretty cool that I got a good grasp, because I listened to the uh, live album before this. Right. I got a good grasp of most of the albums yeah. through that. But this one, I mean, I think I listened to this four times, five times. Nice. Something like that. And a lot of the a lot of the songs were on the live album, so I yeah. kind of knew I expected there, like yeah, untitled. Most, a lot of his like really popular songs are yeah. on this album. I don't know, man. Like it, it's hard for me. I mean, just because I don't, I've, I've only listened to probably a handful of punk albums in my life. At mainly, least three. At least three. Mainly here. <laughs> it's hard for me to pin this as. So his what what the official genre title you can call it is is folk punk, right? No. <laughs> That's that, but that's all. That's all that I found. That's why right. I'm trying to like well, put that out that, there. Because I'm trying to clarify. Oh that. no, that's I know. what I'm trying to do. It's just punk. Um, it's just you, punk. like yeah. If you listen to, to like his earlier albums, because he released two albums like in like the early 2010s mm-hmm. that you can only find on like that Bandcamp. Yeah, that was just him and a guitar, or like CDs and that, that they gave out, or, or yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And that's more like folk punk, like just him. Okay. The idea of folk punk. Um, I personally hate folk punk, so I, I don't want to. Like I no, said, no, no, I'm I saying this because I have no idea. Like I'm, I'm so new. So yeah. if I say something, I, I, I apologize. Is, yeah. You know what I and mean? You, I mean, you're not the only person that's done that because he's toured with a lot of folk punk bands. Okay. Because of that, and he, like he's fine. He's he loves to just tour. Yeah. He loves to just play shows, so he doesn't care who he's touring so with. You, so but for if you, you asked him, he would say that he he hates folk punk. Hey, this is punk. This is this is just mm-hmm. okay. I, I don't know, man. It just it just sounded th- this hit better. Than yeah. a lot of other stuff that I've that you've showed me, you know what I mean. It really has. I think it, I, I think mostly just because of the message, yeah. just mostly what he says. Well, then I think you would like his next two albums. Oh, I'm gonna listen Probably to them. Just no, much. I'm gonna listen they're, to them. They're so good. Because like I, I found it being able to like actually like I rolled my windows down. Yeah. And I was like, I don't give a crap who who pulls up next to me. I'm jamming this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> this is this is good. People look at me all funny. Like, no, screw you. This is yeah. this is what I'm listening to. That's you know? funny. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, and it's yeah. When was when was the first like do you remember you said Tumblr in yeah. the interview? So Chris number two from Anti Flag reblogged which is what you call it on Tumblr, kinda of like retweeting. Yeah, yeah. Um, the music video for for Armageddon, which is the first track on this album. Okay. On the day it came out. And that's the first time I heard it. So that's, it was exactly today, seven years ago today, yeah. July first, the day we're recording this mm-hmm. that I heard it. And, and you, you like, were hooked right away? Immediately. Ah, dang man. Like I, I watched that video and I was like this guy's music is cool. Yeah, and so I literally just went on like a like a YouTube rabbit hole. Oh, I love those because there's so many so many YouTube videos from like ten or eleven years ago of him just like playing 
like a guitar in like someone's living room. Yeah, just like a crowd of people watching. See, that's one thing I, I have to admit I didn't get the chance to do for this one because usually that's what I do. Right. For these B sides, I'll go through and I'll try to scour YouTube, watch live albums or watch live songs like yeah. that. I didn't get a chance. I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna do that. Yeah, I, think I you really want to do that. Absolutely. Because yeah. I, I love. I mean, from the videos you've showed me, the dude yeah. puts on a great show. Oh yeah. You know. Well, yeah. So I listened to that song, and then I dug down this rabbit hole, and then this album came out, came out two weeks after that, so July okay. 15th, oh, 2014. Cool. Yeah. Um, so really at that point I was just listening to his album Luxury Problems mm-hmm. and then doing all this and just like kind of obsessing over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this album came out, so I just literally just threw that into the mix. Wow. It was just like I listened to both of those albums and then also just like watched all these videos yeah. on YouTube. Um, until I saw him in May of 2016. Okay. No, 2015, sorry. Oh, wow. Um, with Anti-Flag. For this album. Yeah. Right? For this album. Because he, he said he's toured, he toured, what, three straight years for this? Yeah. That's insane. It, this album came out in 2014, and then the next album called Normal came out in 2017. Yeah. So it, it was three years before his next album even you, came you out. You don't, uh, yeah, I gotta say, you don't see that yeah. when Which people was, tour this much. It was really cool, but it was also a little bit of a bummer because he played, during those three years, he played a lot of songs that he had written that hadn't come out yet. Okay. And I loved and you, you those songs get live. Yeah, you, you couldn't you, get them. There was nowhere yeah, you could get them unless you, like, downloaded them off of YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't... I didn't care about doing that. No, that, that, but my brother does. It that. was it's annoying. like the first time I saw him. I don't know if you the the last song he played on the live album called Normal. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I heard that song was when I saw him live for the first time, and it was literally like one of the most life changing moments of my entire life. Soundtrack to your heart, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, literally, like the main chorus line is "You're never going to be normal because you're yeah. a punk." Well, you got you have that tattoo. Yeah, I literally never, never, never normal. normal, never normal, tattooed on my bicep. Which I, I mean, it's just it's it's so cool that. I mean, most bands out there you can relate to in some certain way, but the, the way this dude just puts his lyrics out there, man. I yeah. Mean, every, everything. I mean, like, okay, so Benji, uh, I was listening to this the other day, and the first thing, <laughs> I just sent him one text, and he knew exactly what I was talking about because I'm, I'm listening to this, right? He's like, yeah. Jesus didn't die for you to be an asshole. Yeah. And that, that statement sticks to you because, like, I'm not a religious person by any means. Yeah. But to, to hear that and to see that, you know, you, you want to tell people that. It's like, right. Just because you believe in your religion doesn't mean you can be an asshole to right. people. Yeah. You know? If you go back to luxury problems, yeah. there's, an, there's a song called With God on Our Side, and it's essentially just the same message. Okay. Like, he's just saying, he it, the whole message of the song is, like, with God on our side, we, can, we think we can do this, mm-hmm. essentially. Like, yeah. he sings, we can do this, but it's just what some people who take it all the wrong way think. Yeah. Well, and obviously, like there's 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 good and bad sides to both. No, for know. sure, for sure. Just what he says, just kind of resonates pretty hard. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just because from what we both believe in, and we're both pretty much equals when it comes to at least mindset of the world around yeah, us. Yeah, political, political ideas and religious ideas and Absolutely. stuff like that. I'm, I'm not against religion, I should say, but I'm yeah. definitely um, my belief on that is that I think everybody deserves faith. However, yeah. you find that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think a lot of people take it extreme, but yeah. I think I think I think Derek did a, an amazing job with just speaking what we were thinking. Yeah, you know, speaking what we Absolutely. wanted. He to always think. has, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. The whole idea for normal is that his it kind of it almost follows like a story. Yeah, and that he always, which is the the album after this. For those who don't know, um, <laughs> it's going to get a little bit political here. <laughs> but he was he was like, I have this idea in my head. Where instead of like an angel and a devil on your shoulder telling you different things, it was a devil yeah. and a cop on your shoulder, and they were telling you to do the same thing. Oh wow! Yeah, and so it was just like dealing with that in your life yeah, and yeah. trying to figure out like where where the right way to go is. Yeah, yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. See, I mean, that, that's what I'm, that's exactly what I'm trying to say here. And I mean, I, I looked into there was all, there was only one. I mean, I did some research for it, but there was one interview I found of it with him. I forget what the website was who interviewed him, but I, from what I read, I can really relate to this guy, and I could definitely see that you know through his music, which I think why I'm so kind of attached to this. Yeah, uh, that, right and away, that's how I, I mean? felt, literally yeah. instantaneously. And it's not it's not exactly what happened. I mean, I think. People grow up differently, but have the same scars. Yeah, if I can say right, you know, and yeah. uh, and 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 growing up the way I did and when I did. Yeah, I felt similarly growing up. As like I don't know, I don't feel like I belong anywhere. Oh yeah, and it was it was a thing where I was trying to find myself in this world, and other people were telling to me to be something that I didn't mm-hmm. want to be or expected to be somebody you exactly. Be. Yeah, and so I just had a really hard time with that. Um, and that's just when this song yeah. found me. Yeah. Like it was after, it was a couple months after um, "Rented World" by the Menzingers came out. Oh wow! Okay, so it was kind of like You're I, still, it was still fresh. The, Everything with that was still kind of fresh. Yeah, the, that album had helped me grow for these you know two months, mm-hmm. and then I found this one, and it was like okay, so you, my yeah. anger's kind of over. Yeah, but and now I'm like, I found kind of my place yeah, in this yeah, world. Yeah. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> I, I love how these B sides get a little deeper than we expected oh, yeah. times, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> I, I, I definitely I expected the political and and religious views yeah. beforehand. I didn't know this much. It's know? a lot. And uh, being someone who Derek being forced to go to church his whole life yeah, and not yeah. and just kind of always being. Um, he's mentioned before. I might be wrong about this, but I'm trying to remember correctly that he it church was always just kind of a place where he felt unsettled and mm-hmm. just kind of scared yeah because because people use faith to to scare you like they try oh, to scare sure. you into it yeah. into believing everything that they believe so like obviously there's there's different aspects where people can find faith in different things mm. in good ways but i just I never once has fear ever worked for anybody around me oh no that i'm sure that i've witnessed yeah and it sucks that people think that no, that's the does. way to do it no, it when does. it's literally like the worst possible way. I mean, I, I didn't have – I mean, my family, of course, they're, they're not religious at all anyways. But yeah. they, they tried to do some certain things they were exploring when yeah. I was younger. And they, they, they included me and my brother. But they always – you know, every time we would go to church or any time they would take us to church on Sunday, do you want to come with? Right. It was always – we're not gonna. We're not gonna take you. You're gonna. If you want to volunteer to come, you can. Yeah. And it got to the point where I think we went for a couple months, and I was like, "No, that's not for me." And they're like, yeah. "Cool," which is great. Which is great because then you know, you know, later down the line, maybe you find it, maybe yeah. you don't. But that people, a lot of people don't have that. Yeah. And a lot of people, especially when they're younger, don't have that choice. Yeah. And know? like that's how I was until I was able to drive myself. My parents were like, "Cool, we're going to church this yeah. week." Yeah. Yeah. And once I, you know, was able to drive myself, I was like, "Well, I don't." Really I don't want to go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But now, like in my adult life, it's now more of a when Lee and I do go, it's because we want to. Not oh, because for sure. Like, we feel like anybody's forcing us. No, to. no. You you found you found yeah. What, like it's it's yeah. We found what works for us. Exactly. Like I said, I mean, if you believe what you want to believe, and by all means, enjoy that. Yeah. You know, as long as you're not a Nazi. <laughs> well, no. Okay. So as long as you're not an asshole, I'm going to say that right yeah. now because that that's that's a big thing in our yeah. head is is just don't be an asshole. Yeah. Um, well, I, I wanted to ask him, but I didn't I didn't know if that was overstepping. Was like what his favorite track was from this? Yeah, I also wanted, but I like I'm glad that's so we typical, did because it was like you know? he was like once it was over, like it was gone. No, like it was once done. I heard that, I was like, yeah, I respect <laughs> that. I respect that. That's a good question you to know? not ask, but I you know. 
And that's okay. He, I mean, I would say it's probably whichever ones that he still plays live. Oh, for sure. He he plays musical preference at every single show he plays. So I would probably say it's that one. That one, um, can I put that down on mine? Yes. Yeah. That was one of my top ones because that was the first one that actually I was like, I had to stop and like turn up for the live album. Yeah. And I'm like, because that, that, that to me is like the embodiment of, of music itself is that I don't like the bands you listen to. Yeah. But, but that okay. doesn't we change. Yeah, that doesn't change the yeah. way I'm going to talk to you. Exactly. You know, and I love that. It's like Forty Ounces of Freedom is. <laughs> I hate that album. <laughs> but when I die and go to heaven, I'm going to meet Joe Strummer and we're going to make an album, which yeah. I freaking love. It's the best. What I didn't did I ask you this? What 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 song stands out for you in this? Um, More I really so like, than anyone. I think the holiday song. Okay. That one. It just it it really. I don't know. It just really stands out. That kind of surprises me. Wh- yeah. Which one would you think it was? I I, I don't know. I kind of <laughs> I kind of felt untitled. Maybe untitled's good. That was actually that you was know? my other one. I, yeah. was, I almost said that one. That one's very good because that one's deep. That one yeah. that one hit me on another level where it's like you know where he talks about which I love the little transition where he talks about you know it's been three years since I've thought about suicide. Yeah. Or it's I haven't thought about suicide, but then he stops and he says it's been the last three years. Yeah. You know but which that's is not pretty... to say that I don't have bad days. Exactly. You know and that that definitely hit pretty hard. You know. Especially yeah. my high school days, so. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> no, good album to choose, man. Yeah. Great album Thank to choose. You. Yeah. Yeah. I've now seen Derek live seven times. That's amazing. Yeah. Most of those were at the same venue in Denver. We'll see, but I, I, that's going to be a running thing you're going to know if you're listening to this and you listen to any other uh, you know podcast after this. Most bands that we're going to do here, Benji's seen at least five times. Yeah, probably. <laughs> at least. Except for The Clash. The first time I saw him, I mentioned it was in 2015. Yeah. It was in May. Um, I went with a, a friend who's no longer a friend who we won't name names. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we we were planning on going to a, a festival in Las Vegas called Punk Rock Bowling. That's right. That Anti Flag yeah. was yeah, playing, yeah. and we're like, "Well, there's all these cool bands playing. Let's go to that." Like, I don't. I was like, "I drive a Prius. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, we can drive to Las, Las Vegas, Nevada. I don't care. It's not going to cost me yeah. anything." Like, he was like, "Cool. That, yeah, let's do that." And yeah. then, because um, it's like a three day festival, and the day the Anti Flag was playing, those tickets sold out for okay. just that day. Yeah. So it was either. But it was either buy tickets for all three days and just go to the one or just don't go at all. Yeah. And I was like, well, that doesn't seem worth well, it. Well, that's not cost effective. And I was like, well, that yeah. sucks. I guess we're just not going. And then I saw this tour and saw that Derek was opening for Anti-Flag. Yeah. And I was like, we're going to this. Oh, man. I was like, we get to see Anti-Flag. And they're going to play more than like a 30-minute yeah. uh, festival set. And we're going to see the Homeless Gospel yeah, Choir yeah, live. Yeah. yeah, Two Birds, One Stone. Two Birds, One Stone. Yeah, yeah, and man. it was the best. Oh, we went. So cool, man. Derek opened. Well, there was a there was another band that opened. They played like the very first. Okay, yeah. And then Derek played, and it was just like one of those things where I just like having you know listened to his music and mm-hmm. watched these videos on YouTube for like eleven months now. Yeah, it was yeah. just like I was just like in shock. See, that's the best feeling. I mean, we're kind of in that boat right now with a, with a certain band, but to find them and to fall in love with them, yeah, and to continuously play them, you're finding every little thing you can you possibly mm-hmm. can, and then all of a sudden, guess what? They're it. coming here. Yeah. Well, and they're like, holy yeah. crap! Like this is going to be a whole different thing. Yeah. You know. And the best part about that point in time, which he still does when he tours, when he toured, yeah, um, is that he was. That? It was just him. Like the homeless gospel choir was Derek. Yeah. So he just sat at his own merch table. Yeah. He sold all his own merch. So I like I went up yeah. to him and I just like chatted with him after yeah. the show. That's so cool. And it was so cool. And then we went. Lee and I went to Dallas to see Anti Flag and the Homeless Gospel Choir again. Gosh! In February of 2016, and so we went and like took him out to get tacos beforehand and hung out with oh, him. Oh man! Um, and then yeah, and then he he remembered me from the Denver show. Yeah. Well, you're you're pretty 
I know. Well, recognizable I was, guy. Yeah, at that you. point, I was six four and had a you know foot tall mohawk. Yeah, yeah, the mohawk. That's what it was. Everybody that I know, that I know that knows you like the dude with the mohawk. And I was yeah. like, not yeah. anymore, but yes. yes. <laughs> so he, yeah. So we chatted more. Then we hung out at that show. That was really cool, really fun. Um, and then Lee and I went and saw him again in May uh, of the next year in Denver at the same venue. Yeah. Um, and then that was when he was touring with a band called Listener, who's kind of like a spoken word band. Okay. You mentioned them a couple times in the interview. That They're pretty cool. He helped, One of them helped him. They all helped him. Take the, uh, do the album? Yeah, do luxury yeah, albums, yeah. the one before That's this cool. one. That's really cool. Yeah. They have like a weird following in Las Cruces. Oh, so is that listener. why they came to Las Cruces? Yeah, so they were driving through uh, um, Arizona to go to Texas. Yeah. And these, like, this group of kids in Las Cruces was like, hey, will you play here? Yeah. And they were like, sure, Derek, do you want to play with us? And he was like, yeah, let's do it. Oh, man. So Lee and I drove the three hours down to Las Cruces to see him play that show, and we got to hang out with him. That was a lot of fun because yeah. he played, and then we watched a little bit of Listener, and he, like, walked up to us. He's like, I'm going to go hang out outside. you guys want to come with? And we are like, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we just, like, chatted, and he told us, like, tour stories, and it was just <sighs> so much cool, fun. man. And then the last time was... <laughs> In uh, November of 2019. Wow! Right, right before the world shut down. Yeah, months before the world so, shut and down. And this time was with his whole band. Yeah, yeah, which was a lot of fun. And he was still just opening for another band at the same venue in Denver that wow. we've seen him at every time in Denver. Um, and that was a lot of fun. That was cool because it was it was so. I was worried that it was going to be too different because well, I'm I'm very yeah. much like a I don't know. <laughs> well, you don't like change when it comes to that. exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, it's. I mean, it's going to be cool. He's going to play the same yeah. songs, but it's going to be different. But it was a really good. Difference. So is that everything? All the songs just tightened. Yeah, just kind of with like just all the elevated. new ones that they had. They had all written together yeah, yeah. and played together many times, and it was really really cool. See, you don't you don't see that very often where it's like you have the solo guy come through, and then he does all these tours for years and years and years by himself. You get a full band, and then most of the time things change. Yeah, most of the time the lyrics changed. change. Yeah. Sometimes the album changes. The whole tone changes. Yeah. And from what I can understand, each album, which again you don't see very often nowadays, follows like it follows the same thing. You know, yeah. I get tired of these these bands that you know I've listened to for you know twenty years, yeah, and they've shifted their entire genre, right? You know, and I just can't do it anymore. Yeah, um, but yeah, that show was was a lot of fun. It was cool because. Derek had already existed for so long. Yeah. And all the people that are in his band now have all been in other bands and are still currently in other bands yeah, yeah. doing other things. And so they know they're like, they know kind of how he does his thing mm-hmm. and they're just kind of there for the ride, but they're also to help out and just make things and it's, just kind of amplify things. So a lot of times it's, 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 it's kind of labeled like a studio or a live band. Yeah. So technically, I mean, yeah, they might be a part of the band. They might be considered the homeless gospel choir, but they're, they're there. Like you just said, they're there to back up right. Derek, yeah. you know, which is really cool. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. And it's just they all they all play so well together. Yeah, yeah. He's I've heard him talk a lot about it, and he's even told us about it that um, he knew he wanted like a five piece band, mm. and he knew who he wanted in it. And everyone he asked said, said yes. yes. Well, that's the way to do it. Yeah, that's when that's when you know you're doing something right. Yeah, you know, and it's that's... so cool. And like some of the people in 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 his band that were in other bands, I've seen live before. Yeah, like in other bands that have come Gosh. through town, which is really cool. Like, one of the bands I saw play, like, a tiny little stage at Warp Tour, like, yeah. six or seven years ago. That's cool, man. Which is really cool. That's really cool. No, but I, I think this is this was a this is a really good album. Yeah. And I'm, I'm definitely going to download the rest of his. Oh, yeah. For sure. I think you absolutely should. I, I, I He doesn't have a bad song. No, that that's... I, I haven't... No, honestly, I, anything that I've listened to has not been like, oh, I kind of yeah. want to skip. You right. know, you, you get those songs, you're like, oh, I can skip this one. I'm getting yeah. that. No, man, that, 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 was, that, was, that was more of a success than I expected. Yeah. I think... I think that I mean, was awesome. 
I'm going to say this a lot, but this is, <laughs> this is definitely my favorite episode so far. Oh, for sure. No, a dude, no, I, I definitely agree. Um, we're doing something a little new here. We actually recorded our Zoom call with Derek. Oh, that's right. So remember, um, totally we do have a YouTube channel out there. We're not really super active on the YouTube just because. <laughs> it's a podcast. Well, it's a podcast. Um, check us out on YouTube. Same thing, Be Listers Podcast. Yep. Um, you'll know it right away if you already follow us. It's pretty easy. We all have it in our yeah. bios if you, Yeah, if you go to any of our, if you go to like our Instagram bio yeah. or our Twitter bio. Yeah. It's it should be on there. Should be on there. Um, we'll post that up. Uh, it's a really cool interview. Yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun. We it, did it literally just forty minutes ago. Yeah, we're continuing <laughs> it right here. So uh, check that out, please, yeah. and, and then, give this album a listen if you. Yeah, have. man. It's Derek and his music mean a lot to me. Yeah. Um, so I think cool it'll mean a lot to it. a lot of people if they just give it a shot. Absolutely. You know, and and just you know the the last thing that he said there in the, the interview was just really just really brought it home. Yeah, just really brought it home, man. That was that was perfect. Um, so next week, we're going to jump back into film, movies, and we're doing, I, I, I know this is one of Benji's favorite movies. This one's up there for me. I love this movie, and I can't wait for Stephanie to see it. Um, Kings of Summer. Kings of Summer. Which I tried to find. We're going to have to rent it. I have it on DVD. You have it on DVD? Yeah, I can find can the DVD. Okay. We own it digitally and physically. Okay. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll probably borrow the yeah. DVD. This is a really fun movie, and especially... Smack down in the middle of summer. <laughs> yeah. I, I watch this movie every summer. Yeah. Because it, it just gives me like that good. It's a feel good movie. Nostalgic summer yeah. summer feeling. It's 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 an adventure that uh, is just a whole lot of fun. Yeah. And I, like I said, I can't wait to, it's a good to rewatch movie. It's it. It's very like, I don't know. It's got a lot of really good shots in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that'll be a fun one to talk about. Yeah. For sure. So we'll get that up there. Um, keep an eye out on our uh, YouTube. Just got to say that again. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Thanks again, guys, for so much for listening and thank you derek for yeah being, thank you derek being a part of this you, you demand bro you demand you demand that's magic that you can just have in your life